good afternoon coming to you from lovely Teaneck, New Jersey. I'm Dr. Seward Selger with my co-host. Dr. Clinton Coleman. You're listening to Recommended Daily Dose with Drs. Clinton Coleman and Serge Sugger, the not-so-average health show with a unique spin on what's making headlines in healthcare. And we have a very special guest today. We have Ms. Manya Sarswat. She is the reigning Miss New Jersey from what? Auburn, New Jersey. Yeah. Like serious? I. This is unbelievable. Like this is really like something. Actually, <laughs> you know. So stop talking. Let her. Let her. Let her introduce herself. Wow. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Actually, Thanks. Yeah. Wow. We're in the presence of royalty. We, she is absolutely. I should have shaved, <laughs> wore a tie. You know, I, I brought my crown. You can put it on later. Dr. Coleman actually usually looks very disheveled, so he actually got uh, cleaned it, up. Funny, a lot of people actually come up to me and ask, "Should I run for pageant?" And you know, stuff, I so. could definitely. You can see it, right? I can help coach you. In fact, that'd be awesome. My wave is like real, real good. <laughs> Which pageant do you want to? Are you going for here? We'll get to it later, but you don't know this guy it's used to be. Oh, Ms. this is this Mr. Is, India. What year? It was Mr. Punjab, nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, yeah, but right, that right. that was a while ago, which we don't need. You to had like wait, the handlebar really? mustache. And, oh my right. gosh, I need to see pictures. Okay, we'll show you pictures. <laughs> That'll be on social media later. But we're very happy to have you here. And um, since it's a health show, we're going to try to intertwine some of your duties as Miss New Jersey along with some of your aspirations mm-hmm. as a physician. So a physician to be. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where are you going? What are you doing? That type of stuff. So I won Miss New Jersey in this past November, um, and I have my title until the end of this November. Um, but before that, I just graduated from Bucknell University with a biology degree. Excellent. And, oh, that's, yeah. I was biology. Yeah. Wow. Like everybody who's pre-med. Imagine <laughs> pre-med biology. That's yeah. Shocker. <laughs> in shocker. That's right. Um, and yeah, so I'm on the pre-med track. Um, both of my parents are physicians, so I've been working in hospitals ever since I was 13 years old. What kind of medicine do they do? They're both internists. Okay. Yes. Um, but my mom is actually doing a fellowship in integrative medicine, which is a lot of holistic medicine. Right. Oh, she's doing that now? Yeah. Oh, so very nice. I was able to, you know, do some research and dab a little bit in medical research so you know just as a side note that's actually a very um new and popular way mm-hmm. that a lot of people are looking into yeah. um especially even as mid-career changes a lot of people we know are going that route so that's actually we can talk about that later mm-hmm. that's fantastic but you are from Marlboro, but where were you born i was actually born in india um yeah i moved to the united states when i was three years old and then since then i've moved around 10 times i went to like 20, 15, 20 different schools going, growing up, so. But you consider yourself a Jersey girl now? I am a Jersey girl, 100%. Yeah, I mean, so what's the rule? Like, how long do you have to live in a place before you're considered? Hmm. How big does your hair have to be till so you're considered you're from Jersey? Is that, is that what you're saying? So it reaches Pretty heaven. much, yeah. So you know about the Jersey Shore Of and course. All that I mean, I've been here for the last, like, seven years. <laughs> yeah. So most of my life's been in Jersey. But you mentioned central. You know, there's the whole debate, north, south. Is central. there a central? There, there, is, a, there is, is a central. central. So the central, clear up the air central people came out of nowhere. It used to be just north and south. So once you get to New Brunswick, there was no... That's like, it? That's it, right? No, it's but Alabama. It's Alabama, right? Because there's crops and cows. We're, like, the best of both. I guess. Best of both. Plus, you, plus you have great adventure, which is... Yeah, yeah. exactly. So how's Bucknell? Oh, it was very small town in Pennsylvania, but it was an amazing school. Great so, experience. So tell us, how, how did you, you know, get interested in, like, the pageants, and what was your your So I'm really new to pageantry. I know so many people like grow up watching like toddlers and tiaras and like I'm sure they're mad at you, right? This is like the second pageant you're in and you win it. So I came, (laughs) I tried out for the 2018 title and I got first runner up on my first time ever. 
um, out of like 120 girls. And so I was not expecting to do well. You know, I came in there not really knowing what I was doing. And then I did so well. So then I was like, I have to come back. Like, I can't be this close and not come back. And then I ended up coming back and I won, which was a really big surprise to me, actually. Did you know anyone who did it? Or it was just Um, like, out of the blue, I want to do it? So I was a competitive dancer my whole life. And the girl who mentored me in dance won Miss New Jersey in 2015. So she was like, you should try. You never right. know. You could be good at it. And it was nothing I've ever done before in my life. Never, you right. know, never have been into pageants. And I said, you know what? Let, why not? Like, what's the worst that could happen? And I tried it, and it was an amazing experience. So tell us about that experience of trying out. Because I suspect, I mean, it's changed from the old days, what some yeah. people may have in their mind of what pageants are all about, right? So Like when you us. did it. So when I did it, yeah. it was all about how well I dance, you know, Bunger mm-hmm. competition and um, really how well I sang right. mm-hmm. and also how I looked in the mm-hmm. evening gown. Yeah. You know, of so, course. Yeah, full yeah. head of hair. Of and a, yeah, head of uh, those are the old days, but <laughs> we're not talking about me today. So, but no, in all seriousness, tell us about what you had to go through to try out. So, you know, like I was saying before, pageantry is such a learning curve. I mm. really had to learn a lot because it's a whole new world, a whole new right. system of how they do certain things and, you know, the certain things that matter that I never thought mattered. Um, so training for Miss New Jersey, I didn't really do that much. Obviously, I ate better. I, you know, had a trainer, um, and a lot went into like ha- learning how to walk and learning how to speak, and you know what comes into interview. Um, but training for Miss USA was like a whole nother game. Like I had a coach and a trainer for wow. everything. Oh, is that right? Right, right. Yeah, like I had a walking coach. I had an interview coach. I had a physical trainer. I had a massage therapist. Like I had like everything to help me, which is really great. I need one of those for after a long weekend on call. You know, we were both on call and I tell you, you get a little older, you stay on call for a long weekend. uh, I get back. My wave is like totally off. I can't answer questions. It's like you hit a wall. That's right. You're hitting walls too. You hit walls earlier as you get older. But (laughs) in addition to like, you know, let's say uh, how you look, what about in terms of like into like, what, what are they testing here? I mean, are they looking at for worldviews, politics? Yeah. So, you know, when you go into interview, they don't tell you anything. It's right. really kind of, you should know what's going on in the world. You have to be educated. I mean, you're to trying be well-versed to, yeah, on everything. You're trying to represent the United States on international level, and yeah. we're an educated country. You need to, you know, be know what's going on around the world and ha- have opinions on certain things. Um, so it's kind of annoying not knowing what they're going to you know, right, ask right. you at all. So kind of learning everything that you can, um, having an opinion on everything. It's kind of just being a person that's present and able to be an idol to younger girls. Right. To able, like, so there's probably no right answer. I mean, you entitled, no. everyone's entitled to an opinion. I think yeah, it's as long as you can probably support it with yeah, facts exactly. and knowledge, right? And like one thing that I've learned is pageantry really shapes you for so many different things in life, you know, going on med school interviews, yeah, just sure. like little things like that and having to present oh, yeah, So those yourself. questions are easy, right? Compared yeah. Compared to what they, what kind of questions did they ask? So it was a lot, you know, Coming into Jersey, I wasn't expecting anything crazy. It was kind of, oh, what about me? Like, what do I want to do when I'm older? Why do I enter pageantry? But they started asking me, like, what I would change about New Jersey. If there was a law, what would it be? More taxes, I think. Yeah, more taxes. I said potholes because the potholes. Get rid of potholes the are Sunday brutal. rule in Bergen County. Oh, it's terrible. You know, it's nice loss. for driving on Sundays, but Saturday's a nightmare. That's when you're trying to go to Home Depot, Best yeah. Buy, right? The whole thing. Wait, yeah. what's this rule? Oh, see, you see, remember, she's from, not from North Central. Jersey. Oh, that's right, that's right, it's right, different right, down there. Right. So it's a little, <laughs> a little, little friendlier, a little, little more rural down there. So in the, the <laughs> urban area here on Sundays, only, I think only in Bergen County. It's called right? Blue Laws. Blue Laws. Right. So Sundays, most shopping places are closed. Really? It's to alleviate yeah. traffic like, okay. uh, you know, along the corridors. 
But actually, if you look at like lost tax revenue, it's incredible. And that means everyone's shopping on Saturday at all yeah. the big box stores. So it's or a nightmare. Or you're leaving the town to go somewhere else. Right. right. So wow. if you're trying to go to the shore or whatever, it, it's, it's a but nightmare. But the liquor stores open at 12. So. That, well, that, <laughs> actually, go to, you go it's to actually 11.30 you can actually buy wine. I don't know if you know. Right. Well, anyway, all you right. go to Walmart and they'll have like the clothing area lined off. I mean, you can get buy food. It's Wait, like the weirdest really? thing. It's ever. covered over. It's a cover yeah. with like wow, tarps and stuff. Wow, whole new world. Do you buy more your wardrobe from a... Well, was, which is great. I think it's Walmart? great. You do, yeah. No, Target. 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 Oh, Target has amazing. They do actually. They, they actually have, have designers. Great. I think they right? came yeah. out the blue with like cool clothes. Now yeah. well, You're wearing, that's the Target special, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is the Wednesday special. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I am proud. Uh, I can wear anything and just make it put a little style into it. But getting back on track, you know, <laughs> let's go back a little bit now. About college, you just graduated. You're pre med, but um, yep. I think that's a big part of why uh, we having you here today is the what is the process now, because we're a bit older, out of it, of, of what, or what influence you really, let's start for that, to become a physician? Um, so I said both of my fa- um, parents are doctors, but for the longest time, I did not want to go into I, well, Hold on. Is that, this is shocking. Both. So someone from India's parents what? are doctors. I yes, know. Are you surprised? I am. Unbelievable. unbelievable. Right? It's like. I, I thought you were going to say like engineers or something. Well, that would be the other. That, that's yeah. percent. number that's two. Right. Okay. Actually, if you, the stat I have for you of all immigrant doctors in the United States, one in five are from India. And one in. I think like 5% of all physicians in the United States are from Indian or Indian origin, like myself. Now, can you two tell me why that is? Actually, I can, but let, let, let's let Mr. Jersey like, tell us. It's like uh, certain cultures, like, well, I'll uh, tell you what, I mean, have it, a tendency to, like, Filipinos, nurses. I don't know, ever since I was education's younger, always yeah, education, education yeah. was it's always, all about education. yeah, you know, you're, like, expected to, like, not expected to do well, but pushed to do, encouraged to do well in school. I would say encouraged, demanded to excel <laughs> No, but why medicine? I mean, what is this B plus? Else, what is the A minus doing on your report card? You know that type of thing. <laughs> See, my med students back there know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> but is there a, a, a affinity for medicine? Or? I think medicine culturally, historically, and you correct me well if you think respected. I'm wrong, was always considered well respected yeah. uh, uh, profession um, that was uh, deemed as you know, not even just financial security, but just uh, always a certain level in the community of respect. And I think that's great. And I think that's what makes. Not to be cheesy, but it makes medicine an incredible field. You yeah, know, you are uh, an expert at your game. You are, um, uh, and everything you've talked about in terms of the, mis, uh, the pageantry, you know, being able to talk to patients, I mean, they really depend upon you. I mean, they yeah. really look up to you, and you really have to carry a certain air of um, not just caring, but also of authority. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think your training thus far will carry you very far. But that has continued in India for I don't know how many years. My dad's generation, you know, both parents are doctors yeah. as well. So this is a common theme. All right. So you looking up to your parents. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, I didn't want to go into what my parents were doing. Right. You didn't. I was like so rebellious. I was like, I want to do business. Like I'm going into marketing right. for the longest time. And, you know, I always love to help people. I started volunteering in hospitals, mm-hmm. not because I wanted to go into medicine, just because I loved to help people. I loved always being around kids. Like I worked at summer camps growing up. Um, so I just wanted to be in that environment where I felt like I could make right. a difference. Um, then I realized I actually love biology and I was really good at it. So when I got accepted into Bucknell, I went to campus tour that day in mid students day. I accepted my acceptance letters right there and I changed my major to biology Wow! right then and there on the spot. And you did the whole pre-med course, right? So inorganic, organic. I loved organic. Oh, but uh, physics one and physics two, I, that still gives really? me oh. night sweats. I, 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 I never liked that. I biology problem, chemistry I had problems with chemistry. Did you? Really? And or you know, you know what's interesting? Like we, you want to know how much we use uh, organic chemistry on our day-to-day life as physicians? I use it all the time. Well, he's a nephrologist. No, but yeah. 
Infectious disease, not so much. All about the biology and microbiology. Mm -hmm. I think college health and biology particularly helped me be able to learn, you know, mundane bulks of information yeah. over a period of time. Like, would you say that we have to learn a lot of mundane information and memorize it? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. No. So That's going a into medical question, school, my friend. like the yeah. you know pathology and physiology, you don't really use. But um, you can always reference it if yeah. you need to. Well, I heard, I'm studying for my MCATs now, yeah. and I heard that a first semester at medical school makes your MCAT seem like a joke. Don't know if that's how true that is. W what does students say in the back? Yeah, he says, yes. Yeah. We have some how, audience. How so? You mean, I mean, you think it's... No, I think the first semester, you were medical. Well, did you, uh, you were awake for most of it, right? So you, I was uh, awake, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of it. It is a lot of basic, volume. it's a lot of basic science, but it's the amount of volume of material, yeah. which is incredible. But that's actually reflective of... If you can survive that, right, and pass yeah. your step one, then you'll be able to survive private practice or just practice as an attending. You know, you're, mm. that's what your really your goal is, right? Yeah. And when you have the autonomy and no one's telling you what to do, um, and you have to keep track of X amount of patients and all the peripheral things associated with it, you that training throughout your whole life of pre-med, med school, you know, residency, internship, fellowship. It does help. So, mm -hmm. it, I mean, not only helps, it, it's, it's essential for your training. So there is a method to the madness is what we're trying to say. Is there a specialty you're gravitating towards? Um, I love kids. All I know is I want to go into pediatrics. Okay. Um, not really sure exactly what All within right. that, but I really want to work with kids. I like, I like kids, too. And then, then you, you know, had what, some. Then, <laughs> then you had some. Then I had some. Then you had some. Then I had some. And then yeah. but going through medical school, you know, you, they were sick. And it, it's, it's, it's a different. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very tough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we definitely need. You know, good people Energetic, like smart, uh, vibrant uh, physicians, you know, yeah. I, I, I admire. Nephrology is also a good uh, yeah. specialty, too, you know. It's a little it's a, more it's a, it's a cerebral than, uh, than infectious disease. No, or. no, no. Remember, infectious disease covers everything. We don't just deal with two little small organs in the, in the back. It's like, it's like cookbook medicine, you know? Yeah, yeah. makes right. sense. I got it. I, I, think, I think we have a lot of angry callers, and feel free to uh, call in with your votes. <laughs> feel free to call in with your votes of ID versus nephrology, but... That's, that's, you know, we'll have to discuss. So you said you volunteered. Have you done anything else to, like, stimulate your desire? or For medicine, I mean, I try to do as much as I can. I volunteer, which is one big thing. So um, what do you volunteer? Anything specific? Organizations? So I went to, do you know the organization Smile Train, of yeah. course. Yes. Um, so I went to India with them, and I worked with some surgeons, and I basically got to meet the children oh, who wow. are going through these procedures mm. and kind of be a helping hand any way I could. But that whole experience just going to at hospital in India, because of course I've been there multiple times, but to be there and be in a, the hospital environment, right. see how different it is from here and how the patients are different. And you know, there was so much more gratitude when I went there. Cause right. Tell us a little bit for those that don't know about the uh, about the organization. So basically the organization, um, they gift cleft palate surgeries right. to underprivileged children in third world and developing countries that can't afford it. Um, and so just being able to, I was able to observe the procedures, but what was more impactful was being with the child before and then after the right. surgery right, right. and with their families and, you know, talking through it. And their family was just so thankful for this organization to, you know, help their kids. So What part of India were you? In Jaipur. On oh, Jaipur. Are mm -hmm. you from Rajasthan, your family? Yes, I was born in Ajmer. Oh, okay. Right. It's a very I beautiful part. What you guys are talking it's about. a very <laughs> beautiful, beautiful part. All the palaces in the desert. Right? Well, this is particularly beautiful. But you, know, you talk about the healthcare in India. I mean, you have... If you go to Delhi and, you know, certain areas where my parents are from, you'll find, you know, top hospitals in the world. Yeah. But then it's very, just like anywhere, I mean, it's very, uh, there's a big division between, like, so you're more yeah. local hospitals or where the public hospitals opposed to the private hospitals. Mm -hmm. So I think that's an amazing organization. I think they do it, they're all over the world. Yeah. Is that right? 
Um, they're all over the world. I'm actually doing another medical camp in Zambia next week. Um, wow. Yeah. With, um, we're doing cochlear implant, um, and it's for kids who are born deaf mute and they can't afford it. So. You know, I, I'll just say, like, you mentioned the gratitude. I think it's fantastic. When I was a fellow, I did some uh, medical mission work in uh, the Dominican Republic. And mm-hmm. I mean, these people can't afford anything. They would literally try to give you a chicken, you know, like these yeah. very rural areas. Um, you took the chicken. I, I did take the chicken. Actually, I, have, I have a funny chicken. story about it, but I'll tell you later. Because uh, actually, I was very hungry. I don't eat a lot of meat. I did, at that time, I was eating chicken. And the chicken used to come visit us every day. And then one day, I was like, where's the chicken? Oh, no. I had just finished lunch. Oh. And they're yeah, like, like, you just, ate, you the just ate the chicken, right? So that was... Uh, <laughs> still scarred my memory, but but the gratitude what you mentioned is actually incredible, and I I hope um, I hope personally to continue doing that you know at some point when when life slows down. I think it's great work. Uh, you think yeah, that's you, should you'll do in the you should continue it. You should continue it throughout your career. Yeah. You should definitely continue that. It just makes you feel so humbled and grounded, you know, just to do. And that's one thing that I when I got my title, I was like, I really want to use it to make a difference right. because yeah. of course there's so much glamour and glitz that comes with it, but actually making an impact on the world is what I wanted to do. So besides so. traveling, what what are some of the things that you've done? as reigning Miss New Jersey? So I work with a lot of philanthropies and a lot of local foundations that kind of, you know, want me to help promote what they're doing. And a lot of it is like medicine or um, like different cancer um, foundations and organizations that are raising money for research. So I do a lot of that. And then I also work with a lot of children and children's hospitals. Mm. Um, And then, of course, you know, a lot of branding and modeling and prepping for Miss USA was one big thing. Right. So, 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 so this so is a like full-time job, essentially. Well, so it wasn't my full-time job. I was in school yes. for a part of it. But, you know, it, it does take up a big chunk of your time. So definitely it's a schedule that's not like, you know, it's not a 9 to 5. It's a I'm flying out to L.A. this week, and then I have to come back and do other things this week. So very different. Is there a certain protocol you get to follow? You know, you, obviously whenever you're out and about as Miss New Jersey, you're representing yeah. the organization, you're representing the title. Um so without giving away all the secrets, like is there certain things you can and can't do, you can um, and can't say? You know, very basic thing. I, yeah. You know, I had to sign a contract that says, like, when I am wearing my sash and crown, you know, I'm a representative of New Jersey right. and not just a random girl right. like on the street. You know, I have some procedures that I need to follow. But it's very, like, simple things, like nothing really crazy. I mean, I am of age, but I'm not allowed to consume alcohol. Right. With, on, your with my crown and sash yeah. on. Um, things that, you know. Same thing, with, that, same right. thing when I was Mr. Punjab, 87. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I can see you with the crown. And I could totally see you. Uh, some yeah, whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is well spoken. All right. Impressive. He actually knows. All right. But well, so it, who would who would have thought that, you know, like something like pageantry, Miss New Jersey would be such a good stepping stone to something like medicine. Yeah. And, right. and actually the things that you're doing to to promote Miss New Jersey mm-hmm. actually helping you and giving back to the community. Yeah. I didn't. I really didn't think that was... And the thing is, you don't because there's such a stigma around pageantry. Right. You know, it's everyone thinks it's toddlers and tiaras and it's right. hairspray and fake eyelashes and that's all it is. Right. And, you know, especially with all the controversy about the bathing suit section and right. so much going on around that, you forget what good can be done through the system. Every single woman that I've met through the organization has been uplifting and inspiring. They all have right. their own platforms and right. stories that, you know, they're dealing with. That's what it's supposed to be, and it, that's what yeah. it's supposed to be. And sometimes it's hard when that's not what it is. Because I think, right at now. least in the past, hopefully not now, the perception, like you said, was more of the outward looks and things mm-hmm. like that. But to see that they're now putting focus on intellect and uh, philanthropy and yeah. these other, you know, volunteer, you know, being the ability or the the want to volunteer and help others. Is, mm-hmm. I think is that a shift that's been happening over time, or has that always been that way? And people's perceptions um, were, you know, altered? I think that. 
in pageantry itself, it has been ingrained forever. It's just not as well spoken about and shown rather than, you know, the glitz and the glamour. Because I think one big thing is this girl, this woman is supposed to be a role model for young women and is supposed to, you know, spread values and her opinions and be a spokesperson. And to have that and to be that person, you need intellect and you need to have an education and you need to be able to know what you're speaking about and know what you're telling people because they're going to listen to you because you're a public figure. So I think it's always been there, just not shown as much. And probably the perception of pageants probably reflects yeah. what society thinks of uh, course you know so as we're all evolving yeah but know, let's that l- improves. let's at least have some fun here i mean there's got to be some glitz and glamour what are some of the fun things you oh, got any crazy sure. stories or um, celebrities you may have fights? met so celebrities you may I, be able to introduce us to i just <laughs> went to a new york giants event which was really ah. really fun um you know saquon barkley was there he's really cool i got to meet him he's Danny. my number one pick for my draft yeah tonight, by the way my, uh, just so you know but good how's he, how's good, he you're a great redskin fan I, by the way well listen when it comes to fantasy football <laughs> you have to do what you got to do to win but uh how's he look he looks well rested he's, he's yeah. ready to play no i mean he <laughs> okay, looked good. great well, he's healthy he's yeah healthy. he looked healthy Excellent. um i got to do a netflix show which was really cool oh, which yeah one? insatiable so tell us about that um so it's actually a pageantry show but it's um totally a fictional show it's a netflix produced um, Debbie Ryan is the main character in it. She did a lot of Disney Channel and stuff back mm. in the day. I'm sure your kids know about her. Um, and so I got to meet her, and I was on a couple of episodes, uh, one episode, but. Which episode? So we it's can check next it out. season. Okay. I believe it's episode 10. So it's like a Netflix original series? It's a series. Netflix original series, yeah. I'm currently binge watching Downton Abbey in anticipation of the movie. No one watches that. Do I do watch it? It's, it's I've never seen Downton Abbey. Exactly. It is, fan, it is the best, hands like down, the best the show. That no, probably no guy wants to admit that they watch, but I have no problem. Doing I just finished Game of Thrones, so ah, that was I can't get into that either. No, I couldn't get into it for the longest time. I really couldn't. It's definitely a binge-worthy show. Sopranos. Time is important to me. Show. I can't sit and binge. I mean, I used to, but I can't sit and watch things for hours. Don't act like you're that busy. <laughs> I watch sports you or something. Gym. You haven't been to the gym in a month. All right. So besides the Giants, who else have you met? Um, Saquon Barkley was looking good. Yeah. What else? Anything else um, I met exciting? a bunch of Giants players. Um, you we know, actually had a couple of Giants players from the 90s yeah. on here yeah. a few months ago. Yeah. But not in the recent. No. No. We're not well, important enough, I guess. Maybe I'll put you guys in contact. Oh. oh. See. Uh, box seats would always be appreciated. <laughs> also. All right, continue. Um, you know, Debbie Ryan, I met a bunch yes. of actors and actresses there. I've done just a few events where I've been able to meet, like, makeup mobile, moguls mm. and you know, YouTube personalities and a bunch of things like that. So, so. this is an experience uh, clearly that uh, you're going to treasure for your whole life. Oh, I mean, for the, my the, whole the, life, the, 100%. These experiences and opportunities That's would not awesome exist otherwise. That's awesome to put otherwise. on your resume, though, right? Your CV? Yeah, I, I can't. Like, you can't. No one can compete with that. I mean, I can compete because I was, you know. Yeah. And you, you can and compete because you're, you're Mr. Yeah. India. Mr. Punjab. Mr. Punjab. Is that Punjab? Punjab. Yeah, Punjab. Punjab. Say it again? No, I'm not that old. It you was are not, old. It was 93. It was 93. What? No, oh. no, it was ninety. It was ninety-three. Yeah, right, we're gonna dig up the dirt. All right, that that, that date's to be determined. Um, I know. I need to see a picture. It was before social media, thankfully, so those pictures don't exist. <laughs> well, we can find stuff. <laughs> so tell us, like, I've heard that besides all your and your schedule sounds incredibly busy, by the way, that you've actually done some off-Broadway stuff. Is that right? Yeah. So I actually was in a theater group my whole life. Um, you know, we traveled around New York. Um, was in a bunch of off-Broadway productions. Mm. I went to a performing arts high school, so. Where was that? Um, in Howell, New Jersey. Central oh, Jersey. yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, it's really weird because 
here I am, like, you know, this pre-med, totally focused, straight-A student, and then I also have this, like, part of me that's, right. you know, I miss New Jersey, and I do have No, but you need art. that. You need that. No yeah. one that's wants... That's called well-rounded. That's called well-rounded. Yeah, no one yeah. wants someone uh, who can recite all the medical information but can't relate to patients. I, 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 I truly believe, and you'll agree, that a lot of medicine is being able to disseminate information, communication... Mm-hmm. And so you need to be very personal, yeah. which you clearly are. So I think this is going to these experiences are going to serve you greatly going okay. forward. Thank you. Yeah, I think um, if you take anything from this, being well-rounded like myself or sometimes this guy, <laughs> easy, easy will help though. because you know giving out information is really important, yeah. right? So you could memorize any textbook, mm-hmm. but being able to, like you said, disseminate that information and has he, he's proven in a, that, in a know, personable way, and he, but as you've proven also that you know looks aren't everything. So I mean, uh, uh-huh. you, you don't really need the looks, uh, you know, to, to do well. You're, you've done very well despite any physical limitations. <laughs> so what's next for you, and as far as your few months how long your, when, do, when does your reign end it ends in the end of november do they take the so, crown away no well, i gotta keep this one okay good so they get a new one every year because right. that would have been a really upset. is there a whole ceremony like a yeah so you know coronation, I go, decoronation? yep yeah. i gotta go to the pageant again um it's in atlantic city this year okay. which will be really exciting because usually we do in persephone that's south jersey yeah south okay. jersey we used to go from north right persephone's north Persephone yes. is off. It's yeah, north. Yes, north. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. north to South Jersey, skipping. My wife right actually works there. I should know that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so the pageants in like, what's the date? Um, November 24th. And my birthday is November 25th. Wait, so you actually will be on stage yeah. crowning I'll the... be on stage ah. crowning the new Miss New Jersey, which is so sad to say. <laughs> and, te- and tell us a little bit more, like, where can people want to know more about you, um, like your social media presence? Where, sure. where can they find so, you? I am at Miss New Jersey, Miss NJ USA on everything. Um, and then you keep my, that too? No. No, oh, that I'll one see. I have to get. But my personal is just Manya Saraswat. Um, probably have to, can't spell it out. It's too long. Right. But on everything else too. So yeah, those are my social media. And, and you're going to keep like, those platforms hopefully yeah. for not just also showing the glamorous side of life, but also. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, encouraging other people, of right? Course, Continuing to be yeah. a role model. That's, that's exciting. That's yeah. I think we have a star in the making. Oh, thank you. Oh, no, you talked about No, no, not yet. I mean, you, you've already been made. Job, yeah. My star is faded out. Fade is burning, burning right out. Burning right out. I think it's what they call a red, red giant or something, right? When they just implode. But no, we uh, really had uh, a lot of fun. Do you have any questions for us as seasoned Oh, yeah. Musicians? Oh Great news. That's right. Wow. What you, do, you can interview us. You should know what you're getting yourself into. I know. I really should. Okay. Biggest advice, if you were in my shoes, I'm studying for my MCATs right now. I'm going to oh, be applying for the next cycle. Investment, investment banking. Investment banking, switch <laughs> completely. <laughs> you, you've already seen that switch in the Indian cultural community. Like, oh, no, I think just go, go right. investment banking. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite late. You know what? Don't mind us because we both just finished up a long three-day holiday weekend on call when everyone else is not laboring. We were both mm-hmm. laboring in the hospital. And I think I saw you a couple times in the hospital in the ICU. Yeah. Both looked kind of miserable, right? But, yeah. but you know what? I would say uh, it's if you look at it as a job, it, it can be overwhelming. If you look at and this is going to sound, you know, Cheesy. cliche, and cheese, but that's okay. If you look at it as a calling that, hey, I'm, you know, in the middle of the night, let's say taking care of a sick child, uh, dealing with an illness, dealing with someone with renal failure. I mean, if you look at it as a calling, that's when it makes it mm-hmm. acceptable and makes it gratifying and makes it uh, something worthwhile. And I will say that I don't think any of us look at it as jobs, you know. I think mm-hmm. most of us really look at it as a calling and as a career and really who we are. I mean, I, at this point, if I was not a physician, I think I would be somewhat lost. Who would I be? Where am I what going? What would you do? I don't know. 
But you, we spent, you know, you spent your whole life test after test after test. Even now, every 10 years, we have to recertify mm-hmm. for our board specialties. I think when it's finally done, I don't know what I would do. I think maybe I would go into acting. So or I would, as advice, I would say continue yeah. to be as well-rounded as you are mm-hmm. because the tendency is to get lost in just studying and stuff yeah. like that. And that you tend to lose that. Like, don't be one-dimensional. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. You can keep up your hobbies because, you know, the medicine, you'll, you'll memorize it at one point and then you probably forget and you have to yeah. look it up again. But, you know, just being personable and because patients actually appreciate more than, you know, being, you know, a great, um, you know, intellectual person mm-hmm. or someone who can cut they they appreciate someone who has compassion yeah. so and you really can't you can't teach that or mm-hmm. learn that it's just through your experience and stay healthy right i mean i think a lot of doctors don't take their own advice we see you know as they get older working too much you guys make sure you stay healthy mentally mm-hmm. too yeah. he, you know we've talked on the show uh Clint, dr you coleman actually jazzercises on what three times a week now you're doing it yeah. Water aerobics. And exercise, yeah. yeah, so that's why he looks so good, you know. I do jazz wow. dance, too. Did you, what kind of dance did you I do? I did do jazz dance. Ah. I'm joking. I didn't do any. No, he only no, does, he only do jazz jazzercise. Jazz jazz I thought step. you did jazzercise, no? Huh? Or dancing, you sweating to like the oldies. I look like a child. Oh, See, I look <laughs> a runner and play tennis. Pick, picking uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate it. And why don't you let us lead us home? Oh, yeah, follow us at holyname.org slash recommended daily dose. Please follow Miss New Jersey at Miss New Jersey USA. Mm-hmm. And also follow her personal account, yeah. please. We'll post that in, in the link. Um, we thank her for coming. She's inspiring to all the regular people, young people, old people. And to hopefully we'll find the pictures of Mr. Punjab at some point and post it. I know, and to, be, to be determined. To be determined. Yeah. Until next time, this is your co-host, Dr. Surad Sugger, along with Clinton Coleman, uh, broadcasting from Teaneck, New Jersey. Until next time, be well. Check out recent episodes and learn more about these two modern medicine men and their podcast at holyname.org slash recommended daily dose.